So thankful to be a child of love today. Thank you, Lord, for the change you've made in my life. Thank you.
Praise Him. 
in that atmosphere of worship for one more minute. Lift your hands across this building this morning. And can you just let God know how much you appreciate him, how much you love him, how much you thank him for what he's done in your life? Can you make that known? Can you lift your voice in here this morning? Have a little courage and lift your voice and just let him know this morning how much you appreciate him. That might encourage somebody around you. Father, we praise you. We worship you in this place this morning, God. Thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for us. Thank you for walking with us through the storms of life. Thank you for everything that you provided for us on a daily basis. Lord, thank you for your love, your unconditional love, even when we mess up and we we make mistakes. Thank you for that forgiveness, Father. Thank you for restoration in us this morning, Father. We just praise you. We worship you for who you are. You are a great God who does great things. And we love you as your people, Father. We praise you. We worship you right now. Can we sing a little bit more of that this morning? Can we sing just a little bit more of that?
Always a great time to worship together. I always envision entering into the throne room and singing holy, 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 holy. All the time, worship, 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 24-7. Who knows, maybe we'll have a 24-hour worship day here at the church sometime. With some teams, of course, Carlin. (laughs) Helping out. I love to worship. I love to praise the Lord. I love the encouragement. I get through that. Again, even in the middle of storms, uh, God walks right beside us. The title this morning is Stand Firm. Stand Firm. In my heart, you know, I shared with the youth group back there during Sunday school this morning, every day that I wake up, this is one of the things I say to the Lord. Just five more minutes. No, I don't say that. <laughs> or nine more minutes. What I say when I wake up is, show me what you want me to do today. How can I impact the world for you today? And that's every single day I wake up thinking that. Now, a lot of people think, well, that's kind of crazy. I'll just wake up and say, Ugh, I want to sleep more. But my, my goal and my goal for myself and for you guys is to take every opportunity that we're giving to impact the world for Jesus. That's every day. We can't afford to take days off. We have to stand firm. We have to stand up for what we believe in. And we have to share his love with people every single day. So the title this morning, Stand Firm, focuses, we're going to focus on the story of Stephen, all right? And I'm not going to ask for anybody to be my example on the stage today if you know the story. I thought about it, but I thought it might be frowned upon. So Stephen and standing for his faith in Christ. And this morning, I want to encourage you guys to make your stand for Christ knowing that Jesus is standing for you, okay? And the time for us to stand is now. The way the world is, the way life is, the way everything's going on, we've got to take a stand and we've got to stand firm and we have to do it now. Now the first thing I want to talk about this morning is your life tells a story louder than any word you can ever speak. Okay? Your life tells a story louder than any words you can ever speak. I can say things all the time. I can talk, 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 talk. And some of you say you always do. Uh, but my actions, my life, how it's a representation of Christ is going to speak to people a lot more than just the words I say. Because a lot of times we give lip service on things and we don't follow it through with the action that's required to live out our faith. All right. So words are powerful, but even more powerful is the life that we choose to live. And I'm not talking about, you know, some people are just so negative. And every day they wake up, oh, there's another day to live until I die. And it's just, it's just another day. And oh, this world's terrible and my life's, it, it is what it is. And I just, you ever been around those people? I don't like to be around those people very long. So negative. And it's just every, every day they live is just with the end in mind. I'm just, you know, I'm just whatever. It's just, it's just my life. And I I want us to live a life that overflows with the love of God that impacts everyone and everything around us. Every single day. We have that opportunity to walk in that. I've got Jesus living in my heart. I've got the Holy Spirit empowering me. So every single day I can make an impact on those people around me. I can make an impact on things around me. And make a difference in this world. I don't have to just just trod through and just get through and then I made it to heaven. I want to make an impact. I, wanna, I want people to experience God's love and be changed forever. This is the kind of life that Jesus promised us long ago, and it's the kind of life that he expects us to be living. Full of life, excited about what we're doing, excited about the God we serve, and excited to, to carry the gospel out to the people that need to hear it every single day. Even when others threaten to tear you down, God calls us to stand up. You know, I've talked about persecution and how I feel that's going to be coming to us, and we've got to be prepared for it. You have to prepare now. If you're not preparing now, you're not going to be ready for it when it happens later. You're going to buckle, you're going to cower down, and you're going to run. But when others even threaten to tear us down, God calls us to stand up. You know, I've, I've had opportunities in my life to stand up for Jesus and not toot my own horn or anything, but through high school, I didn't, I, I wasn't good. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't, uh, I went to church all my life, but it doesn't mean I live like I, I did. Um, 
which lets you know you can show up to church every single week and your heart still have issues, okay? Uh, but I, I grew up in church, but as a teenager, I got invited to some parties, and I've probably shared this before, but that just, drinking was just not my thing because I had an uncle that killed his niece while he was driving drunk. She was in the back seat. And I made a vow to myself when I was nine or 10 years old that I would never, ever, ever touch the stuff because of that. And thank God that I've stuck with that and I've not got involved in it. But I went to parties in high school. And when you go to these parties as a Christian, you really don't belong there, okay? You know it as soon as you get there. Like, oh, this doesn't feel right. And you know, that's the Holy Spirit inside of you saying, hey, dummy. Just to me. He may not call you a dummy. But you're not supposed to be here. This is not glorifying me. This isn't what I have in mind for you. Oh, I can witness there. Mm. (laughs) Maybe. But I just felt, when I was in the middle of it in high school, I just felt really uncomfortable, I guess is the best word. And And I had a choice. I was offered, you know, alcohol. And I had a choice right there. Am I going to stand up for what I believe in? Am I going to stand for Jesus or am I going to just go along with what everybody else is doing? And that's just one example where I stood out for Jesus and I decided, no, this isn't for me. I really actually, I want to get out of here actually, because I don't feel right. So I, you know, able to leave, but having those kind of things in my life, uh, and just opportunities, I think God gives us opportunities every single day to stand up for him. In our homes, in our jobs, with our family members, with friends we talk to, every single day we're given opportunities to stand firm for Jesus and be a light in this dark world, okay? So we're going to look at Stephen this morning. If you'll turn to Acts chapter 6. <sighs> you guys' prayers, like Kathy said a couple weeks ago, are still holding me up because I am weary Sarah's weary, Jackson's weary, but God is great in the midst of it. So we appreciate you guys. I'll be staying over there tonight so Sarah can have her second night off in 20 days. (laughs) She doesn't like to leave him, and I understand that. Stephen, Acts 6, verse 8, is where we're going to, and we're going to go through chapter 7, verse 1 here. Stephen. A man full of God's grace and power perform, performed amazing miracles and signs among the people. But one day, some men from the synagogue of freed slaves, as it was called, started to debate with him. They were Jews from Cyrene, Alexandria, Sicilia, and the province of Asia. None of them could stand against the wisdom and the spirit with which Stephen spoke. So they persuaded some men to lie about Stephen, saying, We heard him blaspheme Moses and even God. This roused the people, the elders, and the teachers of religious law, so they arrested Stephen and brought him before the high council. The lying witnesses said, This man is always speaking against the holy temple and against the law of Moses. We have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy the temple and change the customs Moses handed down to us. At this point, everyone in the high council stared at Stephen because his face became as bright as an angel's. Then the high priest asked Stephen, Are these accusations true? Man. The next thing I want to tell you guys is that you are called by a God who has purpose for life that is greater than you. You are called by God who has a purpose for your life that is greater than you. Okay? We need to understand that this morning. Stephen's decision to be be sold out for Christ... Became, he became that, his decision, he had that in his head long before he became unpopular. Okay? He decided to stand for Jesus well before anyone disagreed with him, hated him, or brought him to trial. He already made this choice a long time ago. And because of his decision, he was filled with power, he was filled with grace, and he was filled with faith by the Holy Spirit. And again, As I mentioned before, you're not going to get those things right in the moment. You're going to get those things before they happen. So this storm we're walking through with Jackson right now, I can have faith in God because I've put faith in God before we came to this situation. I understand who he is in the past, and I still understand who he is right now in the middle of the junk we're going through. 
And you have to make that choice now. You're going to have stuff come up in life. You're going to have situations come up in life where if you have not spent time getting to know your Savior, loving on him, putting faith in him, when those times come, you're going to be in trouble if you haven't prepared beforehand. Stephen had prepared beforehand. He knew exactly who his God was. And he was going to take this stand. And he did this. So he can be prepared. He did all this before so he could be prepared to take the stand when he needed to. And we have to do the same thing as believers. Every single day we invest in that relationship with God. For the moments that come up where we have an opportunity to sit down and be quiet and shut up and not voice our opinions about God. Or we can stand in the midst and say I'm going to speak of him anyway no matter what somebody does to me. Or no matter what storm I'm facing in life I'm still going to stand for the Lord. We have that opportunity. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. My dear friends, stand firm and don't be shaken. Always keep busy working for the Lord. You know that everything you do for him is worthwhile. My dear friends, stand firm and don't be shaken. There will be persecution that comes upon your life as a believer if you're doing what you're called to do. Okay? Believe it. Plan on it. There will be people who disagree with you. Plan on it. There will be people that disagree and say, be quiet with your Christian stuff. Be quiet with your hate speech. Plan on it. There will be people who hate you. Plan on it. I don't like that part, but plan on it. I like everybody to like me. Doesn't always happen. But there's going to be people that hate you, so we need to plan on that, and then we need to get over it. Because if you don't, you'll sit there and dwell on it, and it'll eat, eat away at you. And then you won't be of any use to God because you're so locked up in your feelings about somebody not liking you. Okay? Get over it. <laughs> Next thing. Serving Jesus is not about, it's not about chasing a spiritual high. It's about taking a spiritual stand. When I'm serving him, I am choosing to take a spiritual stand for who he is, what I believe, who he is to me. I want to take that stand. And if we don't, I thought about playing this song. you got to stand for something or you fall for him. Right? If we're not going to stand for Jesus, we're going to fall for everything else. Plain and simple. I do have a country voice. But we have to take this stand for him or everything else that comes up against us is going to make us fall. And we're going to be in trouble. And this is where Stephen made his decision where he became sold out for the cause of Christ. As he's getting ready to be stoned because of his stand for Christ. And he made this decision, I'm going to stand firm. I know what's coming to me, but I'm going to stand firm. And when he did, any thought of being a coward or a spiritual wimp, it all melted away into this boldness that started rising up out of him, this backbone that he had in his faith walk with God. It just starts rising up in him, and, and he decided, I'm not going to be quiet about this. Do what you want to me. I'm going to take my spiritual stand right now. He knew that persecution was coming, and if he opened up his mouth, he could be put to death. But he also, this is what I love too, when the day comes when people do things to me or, or try to make it where I can't come up here and preach God's word and, and can't speak the gospel out in the world, he made the decision and he knew that if he backed out then, then every believer watching him would probably back out as well. There are always people watching us. You guys know this. And we have opportunities in life to take this stand for Christ, whatever it is, in the middle of a storm. What good would I do as a pastor of a church for you if this thing with Jackson came upon us and I crumbled and fell apart? Because people are watching. People want to see if the faith inside of us is true, it's real, it's, it's, it's personal for us. They want to know. That's why you have people ask you when you're in the middle of something and you're staying strong and you're, staying, you're clinging to your faith. That's why you have people ask, how do you do that? 
how do you cling to the Lord in the, and you're going through something so horrible? Well, first I say, it's not the first time. But how do you do it? And I say, because that's who he is to me. He's my everything. And, and, I, and I have to believe him in the good times and the hard times. Because what kind of faith would I have if everything was great all the time? It never has to be tested in those times. So I know God's great. I know God's good. And I know that the decisions I make are a reflection of, the Christ, that lives, of Christ that lives in me. And how people perceive that. Same for you guys. When you go out in your jobs and you wear the Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer. People are watching. You encourage people or you discourage people with your faith walk. Okay? When you're going about your business and doing your thing and letting the light of Jesus shine, and I know we're human, we make mistakes and we trip up, but there's so many times if we'll just pause and remember who he is in us, we can respond to things and in ways that are going to glorify him instead of giving him a bad name. And that'll encourage people that you, man, you really believe this. This is, this is you. This is you. You are real in this. You are real in your faith. That's not something you just say. It's just not some label you wear. That's what you're about. So as he's making this decision, he knows every believer's watching him. And whatever he's going to do, they're going to do the same thing. So he made this decision, and it's the same decision that we have to make today, and it was a decision with the understanding that the only way to keep rocks from being thrown at you is to not stand up. The only way to not be persecuted and come up against some trials in life is just to not stand up. But then your life is spent hiding from your destiny, and that's worse than any rock being thrown at you. And Stephen was not about to allow that to happen to him. So they asked him if the accusations were true. And he replied, not with the defense of himself, but with a sermon about Jesus. And at the end of this, he unleashes on them by saying this in Acts 7. Let's go to Acts 7, verse 51. Acts 7, verse 51. He's taking his stand. He's standing firm here. He starts it off wonderfully. You stubborn people. That's a great way to win them over. You are heathen at heart and deaf to the truth. Must you forever resist the Holy Spirit? That's what your ancestors did, and so do you. Name one prophet your ancestors didn't persecute. They even killed the ones who predicted the coming of the righteous one, the Messiah whom you betrayed and murdered. You deliberately disobeyed God's law, even though you received it from the hands of angels. The Jewish leaders were infuriated by Stephen's accusation, and they shook their fists at him in rage. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit... There's something different inside of you when you fill yourself up with the Holy Spirit. There's a different boldness. There's a different courage. Even when you're going to witness to somebody, there's something that happens inside you. Full of the Holy Spirit, gazed steadily into heaven and saw the glory of God. And he saw Jesus standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. And he told them, look, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. Then they put their hands over their ears and began shouting. Oh, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Be quiet, Stephen. Be quiet. They rushed at him and dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. His accusers took off their coats and laid them at the feet of a young man named Saul. And they stoned him. As they stoned him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus. Man, this just shows you how full of God he was. Receive my spirit. He fell to his knees shouting, Lord, don't charge them with this sin. And with that, he died. It's sad to say, but a lot of believers put in this same situation today would shut up. Wouldn't say a word in fear of losing their life. 
would not stand firm, would not do what he had the courage and the boldness to do. And the, and the most interesting thing about this, this scripture is not even what Stephen said, but what Jesus did. You know, every place you look in scripture, Jesus is seated where? At the right hand of God, right? Right hand of the throne of God. There's no other place you can look in the word where Jesus is not sitting at the Father's right hand except right here. And what does he do when Stephen takes this stand? He is willing to die for his faith in Christ. He's willing to die. He's willing to lay down his life. What does Jesus do? He stands up. And when a king stands in a court, guess what everybody else does? They all stand up. So here's Stephen going through this, being ready to be killed, be stoned. And Jesus rises up and that whole, all of heaven rises up with him as he enters in to heaven. When we take our stand, Jesus takes a stand as well. He stood up. When we stand up for Christ, nothing can stand against you because Jesus stands for you. Man, I'm just as guilty as anybody else when I go to share my faith and fear sometimes creeps in. But as we take a stand for him, he's with us. He's empowering us. Whatever that is, whether it's witnessing or whether it's going through persecution, whatever it is, he stands with us. He empowers us to do what we need to do for him. And gives us courage to do that. And I think, you know, you know when the perfect time to stand up for Jesus is? Every time. <laughs> Every time. Every time you have an opportunity to stand up for Jesus, do it. You are honoring him in that. Stand up for him. Stand firm. You know, some of us in here, when, when was the last time we stood up for something? Well, just during worship. <laughs> some of you, that might be a chore. I mean, like, I really don't want to, but I'm going to because everybody else is. But take a stand for him every single time. And, and as far as standing for Jesus, I mean, really believing what you believe, what you read, what you study, take that stand. Take that stand and be bold in it. Stephen here, it didn't matter who disagreed with him or what people said or how they might have teased him, how they might have been mocking him and ridiculing him. It didn't matter to him. And as we go about every single day of our lives, we shouldn't let things bother us either. We should stand for him. We should be bold. We should be courageous. We should be sharing his love with people and standing firm in who he is and who he is inside of us. And all that mattered to him was that he stood his ground. It would have been so easy to just go the other way and save his own life, but he stood his ground. He stood firm. Stand your ground. No matter what sticks, people, sticks and stones may break my bones, all that stuff, no matter what people do to you, no matter what people say to you, no matter who hates you, let them hate. Stand firm. Stand firm in who you are in Christ. We have, you know, when we're given these opportunities, the praise team will come back up to stand firm. We have something, someone inside of us that's more powerful than anything. We just don't unleash, I almost said unleash the beast, but he's not a beast. <laughs> we just don't unleash him. We don't let him do what he wants to do because we keep him sign me down. But we have this power, this wonder-working power inside of us that's ready to come out in boldness and courage as we stand firm. We just got to let it out. Don't back down. He's so much stronger than the things that come up against us. He's so much stronger than the storms of life. If you guys will stand this morning.
We have an opportunity, again, every single day, to stand firm. And I know that's, and some days standing firm looks like this. Lord, I'm beat up, I'm hurting, I'm struggling, I'm going through some stuff, but you're still standing. You know, I've even been knocked down. But the important thing is to get back up and keep standing. I know life isn't easy. I know there's some hard things that you have to go through. But please, 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 don't just sit down and give up. Stand. Stand in the midst of it. Stand firm, knowing that God is in it with you, that the Holy Spirit is empowering you to get through it. And you can come out the other side of it. Amen? As we bow our heads this morning, Father, we just praise you and we thank you for who you are. God, I thank you for these passages of Scripture that are an encouragement to us where we see people that have gone on before us, God, taking stands for you. And God, I pray... Father, with the state of our world, with the darkness that surrounds us on every corner, I pray, God, that this light that is inside of us would shine bright, Lord, and that we would stand strong, stand firm in who you are. And Lord, that we understand and we realize that these decisions, when they come up, when we are faced with storms, when we are faced with persecution, in those moments, we have to be prepared ahead of time to take that stand. So God, right now this morning, if there's anybody in here, Lord, the storms of life are hitting them hard right now. Maybe they don't know you as their savior. And Lord, as they're standing right now, I I just pray, Father, they come forward, respond to what the Holy Spirit, your Holy Spirit is doing in their heart right now. Lord, that they be encouraged that they can stand firm in the midst of it. That they are empowered no matter what's coming their way, to make it through it with you by their side, Father. And Lord, I just ask for your Holy Spirit now to work and move and be free in these altars. Lord, that you'd break chains off of hearts, that you'd soften hearts, God, that maybe have turned to stone, that you just do a work in people, God. You're free to do what you want to do in this place. And Father, I pray for a response to you and your goodness. Help us stand firm right now this morning, God. Give us courage. In Jesus' name, amen, amen.
that might need help with something or might be struggling with something or whatever it is it's it's for the holy spirit to manifest himself to you in a powerful way no matter what you have going on you may not have a, a care in the world right now and everything is perfect but who wouldn't still want to encounter what the holy spirit wants to do in your heart and your life every chance you get so you know when we open up the altars it's for it's for god just to minister to you if nothing else, for you to come give him some praise and, and to pray and, and say, Holy Spirit, empower me. Holy Spirit, change me. Holy Spirit, remove things in my life that are deterring my calling that you've given me. Just whatever it is, you have an opportunity when the altars are open just to, to be in the presence of the Lord and spend time with him. I just want to encourage you guys in that going forward that you don't have to have a need. If you just want an encounter and, and see the Holy Spirit manifest in your life, I promise you, it's a wonderful, wonderful time with him. As you just let him move on your heart. Appreciate you guys again. We love you. Stand firm in your faith. And you have, we got to do it now. We got to prepare now for what's coming in the days ahead. Do it now. And I'll go out on a limb and say, if we were all standing, this is me included. If we were all standing firm and bold and courageous in our faith, this place would be full because we're not afraid to just go out and tell people about Jesus and share his love and invite them to be a part of it. Okay, that's on, that's on us. To do what God's called us to do, to go and share and let people know about him.